Hello and welcome to another episode of A Conversation with a Black Businesswoman with me, your host, Lillian Oliveri from Kale Accountancy based in South London. Well, in this episode, it's going to be completely different and I hope it's not a monologue because the conversation is with moi, with me. So, um, yes, as I said, I hope it's not a monologue and as always, I hope that you get something useful and encouraging from this episode. So let's jump in. Welcome, welcome to another episode of A Conversation with a Black Businesswoman. Um, As we said in the intro, there is no guest today. Um, It would just be myself just reflecting really and having a brief conversation because I don't want it to sound like a monologue um, about the past two years of running my own business, Kale Accountancy Limited, based in South London. Yeah, and I can't believe it's two years. The time just goes by so, so quickly. I just can't believe where the time has gone. But I have learnt so much in the past two years. Um, Mostly, the the most important thing I think I would say I've learnt is the importance of community. Um, I just want to shout out to Jackie Stewart from Financial Training, who has been a big, big support um, system for me. Um, When I first started uh, or thought about starting this business, um, I reached out to her and she was so humble and willing to just meet up in person and just chat and give me advice and yes some of it I had to learn the hard way unfortunately especially when you're starting a business and you think I have to accept all clients because I need this money in because I started the business as some of you were listening to the podcast I started the business um, by leaving my my full-time job um, I think it was around 2021 um, during the pandemic as well, because we're still COVID was still um, prevalent um, around that time as well. So I was working from home a lot, and I thought, you know what, I can do this at home myself and work for myself. Um, and I think I started, and I had I had money saved up um, as well. So I thought, why not? But the thing is, um, obviously, you start the business, and I didn't get any clients um, before starting the business. So I think one advice I would be would probably dish out is if you are doing something like a service base, um, probably if you, you haven't got any savings as well. Um, fortunately, I did have something in, in the um, put put aside. But I think what I would probably recommend or, or um, encourage is just start slowly, slowly. Um, unless you, of course, you, you, you've done the business plan and you've got like 10 or 20 clients ready to and to get going then great just ditching your whole old job and just say bye-bye and just um, head off but yeah um but Jackie Stewart has been an amazing support system also want to shout out to Ross Hodgson um who I spoke to as well and said okay I I, I've been on a course for her for um, with her for QuickBooks um and I just said let me reach out to her on LinkedIn um and then she was so willing and and you know gracious to say yes let's have a call and we spoke and I said well this is what I've done in the past I've worked with law firms legal cashier being a senior legal cashier 
uh, for how many years, as well as worked in um, an accountancy-based firm and got all these years of experience, and she just gave me some solid, solid advice, which I'm using to today. But I think over the past two years, I think one of the things, you know, is the need for community. And I think sometimes it could feel quite lonesome, quite lonely, um, especially if you're a service-based business, you're working from home by yourself. There's no harm in just like saying, okay, let me do this by trial and error in terms of finding the right community for me. So that may mean, okay, I join this group, this networking group this month or for a few months, see how that goes. If it doesn't work out, then there's no issue in just saying, actually, this is not working for me, bye-bye, and try something else. But it's really important to find that community that can support you, that can encourage you, encourage you, um, and where you can also learn um, best practices, what's going to work for you. I know when I first started as well, one of the things I did join was Clubhouse. I, I'm still on Clubhouse, but I don't actually, I'm not active on there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so um, Clubhouse was a really good um, way to just jump in the pool of finding a community and also get my feet wet in actually learning how to introduce myself, what I do, um, you know, talk about the business. And it was actually there I learnt as well from one of the groups when I when I had the company name and they were like, we don't know what that means. And I was like, oh, great. So that's why I cho changed it from a sole trader to a limited company and actually called it Kale. So that, that was quite an interesting um, first year as well, um, just changing the name. Another thing that I've learned as well, and I'm actually in the process of, of getting that um, put together or, or started, is actually working with a business coach. Um, and that has taken me some time because I don't want to just, and I've, I have act, actually had, yeah, business coach. People come to me and say, actually, I see you can run, I've seen you've been running your business for a few years. Do you want some help? And again, I'm that type of person that goes by gut feeling. So, um, they were really good I mean what they presented um I talked it over with my husband because I just like to run things by him occasionally he's not that heavily involved in the business because obviously of confidentiality data protection and all that kind of stuff but when I want to run ideas and say what do you think so I um spoke with him and I thought mm, I'm just not feeling it a couple of them he actually did like but I just didn't feel in my gut that these were the right people or the right they were the right match for me and kale so um i think i found someone and we'll see how that goes and i will let you know um in the next um, episodes to come on the podcast but yeah business coach is something i would definitely recommend whether it's a business coach actually or a business mentor i mean i've always joked in other podcasts that jackie stewart is my unofficial business mentor um and she's been amazing as i've been saying i can't thank her enough but yeah, but finding a business coach, a business mentor, just to bounce ideas off, they can steer you in the right direction um, and just be a support system as well. So again, you don't feel overwhelmed. You don't feel like you're drowning. Um, and you can just take a minute and just say, am I doing this the right way? And what do you think? Um, and a big cheerleader, they're great at cheerleading you on and saying, well done, you know, um, running a, a business is no joke. <laughs> It is such hard work. Um, and another thing I'm learning is actually to take time out. As you can probably tell, my voice sounds a bit different. 
I was off um, for a couple of days, well, not a couple of days, a week holiday. Um, I had um, family visiting from the States. And in the week of taking it off, obviously my body knew I was slowing down. I caught a cold in summer in the UK. Unbelievable. So I'm just recovering from a cold still. Um, hence, I sound a bit blocked up, unfortunately. But yeah, but it is important to rest and just take time out. Um, I think in the first year, I wasn't able to do that quite well. Um, I didn't do that well. Um, this year, I, I have noticed that I've been doing that a bit better in the sense of this week, like I said, I've taken the week off, just been able to chill with my aunt from the States, go out for meals when I can, do a bit of sightseeing with them and just actually just be at home and rest and actually not look at my emails as much. I'm going to confess I am still checking emails, but I'm not replying as as I would have normally. I would be on my computer or my phone replying to every single email, but not this time around. It's just been s such a great time and um, to just sit down and rest and just chill out and not always constantly thinking about the business. And one way I've been able to do that as well is... Um, some of you may have listened in the previous episodes. I've actually hired a, a part-time assistant as well, a bookkeeper, and she has been amazing. Marie, thank you so, so much. Um, and how that came about as well, again, wasn't it really intentional about hiring um, an assistant or someone? Again, you have that feeling that when you start a business, it's about, okay, I have to do as much as I can by myself because I can't afford staff um, and it came about because um, if you listen to the episode with Antoinette Daniel who runs um, a cleaning business um, just clean just help us is the name of the business she just taught me in that episode that it's so important to be intentional and plan and get assistance so that you can work on the business and not just solely in the business so with Marie, she came about in the sense that I, um, what I say accidentally, it, um, it wasn't planned. Um, I ended up being a carer for about four months from December to April, looking after one of my parents, which I absolutely and thoroughly enjoyed. But of course, you're running a business, you have home, things to take care of at home, and then you're now a carer. And again, a big shout out to my husband, who's been a major, a major support system and a major support and help for me and my family as well um, in helping us care for my parents for a short period of time. Um, but they're back on the mend. They're doing great. Um, but there was a period, like I said, where I was um, the carer, but running a business and I couldn't do everything. And it was getting overwhelming because I was getting up at six or five o'clock sometimes doing a bit of work, then doing some caring, then, you know, coming back in the afternoon, doing a bit of work, fitting in meetings. And it just got a bit overwhelming. Um, I'm surprised actually I did get sick during that period. <laughs> I must have been in um, adrenaline mode. But um, I just thought, OK, I definitely need someone to help me. So I put out an ad um, did a number of interviews, looked over hundreds of CVs and and Marie came about. And Marie has been with me. She was supposed to be fix, a fixed contract, but actually I've seen the benefit of just having her as a full-time 
um, well, as a, as a full-time person with, with the company rather than just on a, a part-time contract, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so she's um, now working with me and she's been brilliant. I could just leave her to do things. She's just been a tremendous help to Kale. Um, and that uh, has enabled me in this period now. Well, if we consider April's just only been a few months ago but in this that space of time I've been able to work on the business and even just start promoting it a bit more and also get a couple more clients and that's been just great just to have that space to do that whereas before you know as an entrepreneur as a business owner a small business owner you're trying to do everything and you know I think that is an impossible task at times you can try at the beginning (laughs) which is what I did but I think it is just a big ask to be able to say to do everything, which is HR, GDPR and all the compliance side of things for your business, as well as run your business, marketing, getting onboarding new clients, working with the clients, taking meetings, booking those meetings. So it is a lot. And, you know, I'm grateful for having Marie around. Um, another thing I've been reflecting on um, since you know this month celebrates we celebrate the second year of the business is the ability to um share and and educate and that's one thing that i'm really big on at well not at the moment but something i'm I'm very passionate about um and i was fortunate to be able to go into a primary school with the joseph plan so if you've been on my social media platforms um, you see, you will see me post from time to time this thing called the Joseph Plan, which I trademarked either this year or the first year when I got the idea. And the Joseph Plan is basically um, an educational um, tool to just go into primary schools, secondary schools, um, young people homes and residents and just talk with them and do workshops about how do you manage personal money and if you want to go down the route of running your own business what does that look like so it was such great fun going into this primary school I won't disclose the primary school but it was based in Lewisham and working with that the year six um, I gave them like fake um, pay slips from um, the Wayne industry, Batman Industries, and they all got paid pay slips. And I said, "Well, work out what you how you would spend that money." Um, some of it was group activities, some of it was individual. And unfortunately, some of them actually said to me, "Miss, you scared me. You really did scare me." Others were like, "Yeah, thank you. It was amazing." Um, another guy came up to me from the year six and was like, "Now I understand what my parents go through, what what they mean, and what's going on." And uh, it was really such an eye opener. And that for me was my highlights of my two years thus far, going into the primary school, working with those young people, uh, say to them, you know what, try your best and get a good education. If Even if you're not academic, but you still need to know about how to manage money if you get paid on a job, whether that's working as a plumber, engineer, or a carpenter or a laborer, how do you manage your money? And um, you can see some of them sitting there thinking about, okay, if I want to go uni, what do I do with my money? How do I manage that? How can I earn some extra cash to help out my parents if my parents don't have things? Um, Also talking to them about, you know, if you get pocket money, which the majority of them did. And I was surprised because I was like, I I don't remember getting pocket money. Um, 
but yeah the majority of them would like say yeah we get pocket money i says okay have you got junior isa accounts majority said they did others didn't so i said you know for those who don't can you talk to your parents about that and a couple of them came back the following week and said yes we opened up junior isa accounts so that for me has been the highlight so far of the two-year business yes it's been working with clients yes it's been able to you know sit down with my clients and help them work through their business and whether that's good or bad and manage their finances but this was fun it was really educational it was inspiring to see um some of them plan and say what they wanted to do for their future even if they didn't really know what they wanted to do some of them were just not sure about what they wanted to do and I said that's perfectly fine you don't need to have all the answers now at this age really but it's just about if you do even just handle money just a little bit even with the pocket money make sure you manage that well as well so you have you develop good habits so that for me has been such a tremendous highlight for year two of kale accountancy and we're looking to go into um other areas and share um the joseph plan um with those groups as well in the future and i'm looking forward to doing that um obviously the podcast is another highlight for year two wasn't planning to do this um and as i always say <laughs> this is a very limited series so i probably only do this for see see about for two seasons and then that will be it, i think unless things change you never know never say never but it's been great talking to such amazing women jackie stewart renee davis oh, i don't miss any names um akila brown antoinette daniels uh, mildred talabi um, Sean Davy, um, Sean Simon, sorry, not Davies, Sean Simon uh, from Discover Me um, Limited, who does psychotherapy and is doing amazing work with people about trauma. Um, it's just been so great talking to these women who have started their business, some for a long period of time, like Antoinette Daniels and Mildred Talabia, some for just a few years. Um, also, Manira Dubida, who we had so much fun talking about um, love relationships and um, things like that and what she's doing um check out these women on social media if you haven't listened to the the podcast episodes check them out these women are very inspirational very encouraging and we're going to switch up a little bit as well this um the next few months in the next coming episodes of the podcast i'm going to switch up a little bit a little bit and um i hope you find it interesting and helpful as always I think the challenge, as I said before, is just don't feel like you're by yourself. Um, there, there is that tendency to just constantly be worrying. Um, you know, you can typically be saying, well, if I was in a full-time job, I'd get a, I'd be getting a regular salary. Whereas if you're working for yourself, that's not always um, guaranteed. Like, for example, the climate that we're in. Um, you might have you see you might see clients drop off saying you know what I can't afford this service so they go somewhere else so it's not a guaranteed income as per se compared to an employment um, full-time employment that same you might be in an employment and they say they may make you redundant but I think that the, the issue is that there is that tendency for us um, to worry about the next gig the next client and I would just say, just do your best. 
that's all you can do uh, worry doesn't help anything and that's easier said than done because I do think of myself sometimes as a worrier so I'm trying to do better but I am learning that sometimes you just got to just let things be and let things happen and fortunately that is how um, these clients have come about I've just had to say God I don't know what else to do I'm doing all my all that I can I'm doing my best I'm not neglecting my existing clients in the search of new clients um, I want to give them my best service always um, but fortunately the connections that I've made over the past year two years um, I've been able to get referrals and that has been such a tremendous blessing and help to the business at the end of each podcast I tend to ask the guests well what's your encouragement and advice for people coming in um, and saying um, they want to start their business um, or they're not sure they feel stuck and I think one advice I would say is get a coach whether that's a life coach or a business coach to say where is it that I want to be with my life life is so short you know you want to live your life the best way you can and we don't just live our lives just for ourselves I know I don't I live it for my family I live it to help other people that's how I was brought up you know you you don't just make or to create wealth or create whatever you're creating just for yourself it's to share with others as well and to help those in need or who just need a helping hand at a specific time and that's it so for me um my encouragement is to probably just get a life coach um talk with someone who you trust um and say this is where i'm at but this is not where i want to be how do i move forward um as I've always been saying, and I've said it a number of times at the beginning of this episode, join a community. Um, I I looked to, in the first year, I joined quite a few and I've left quite a few as well. But I feel like now I've settled into this female um, networking group. We meet once a month uh, for two hours and it's just talking, encouraging. And the plat- the idea is that you talk and engage with these women outside at that one meeting a month um and it's encouraging it's uplifting you get courses as well so it's a great fit for me um being part of this networking this female networking group who are very very supportive it's very diverse um people from different backgrounds different ages so yeah and it's been just great um so those are my two pence my two (laughs) two my my encouragements i think for someone thinking about what do I do next um, this is not where I want to be um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about starting a business it could be about career as well definitely get a life coach or a mentor speak to them as well as join a community of, of women or a networking group where you feel supported where you feel heard um, listened to um, and they can encourage you and, and help you move in the right direction there's a phrase that we use sometimes iron sharpens iron when you're around the, the, the right group of people they encourage you to move forward in a positive way and not there's no toxic environment or toxic relationships there's no jealousy there's no pulling down it's just positively moving forward and that's what we're about so I hope this episode did it feel like a monologue um i hope that the episodes before um in this podcast have been helpful have been useful 
have been encouraging, have been uplifting and um, have given you some direction if you if you are thinking about starting a business or, as I said before, you're in a career and you're just thinking, what next? So have a listen to the previous podcasts. Um, reach out to me as well at um, KL Accountancy um, Limited. My website is klaccounts.com. Um, if you need an accountant or need some, um, just want to chat and just um, get some direction or advice, um, happy and willing to talk to you. So I hope this has been an interesting episode. Um, I know it sounded a bit strange for me, um, one, because I'm not 100% well, and two, because it feels like I'm monologuing and I'm not talking to anybody but myself. So <laughs> I hope it's been interesting nonetheless and look out for the next set of interesting podcast episodes until next time bye